Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover and Will Wade. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, back on our... Na, 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 na. Where's Wendy's? <laughs> Did they make that song just for Wendy's? No. That that's, was, that's what I thought. It's a rip, but it, it's a good hook, and it is a major bag alert because it's a bag showdown. This yeah. is the, a dueling pistol situation with Jeff Capel and Will Wade, and Will Wade has walked away again, American gangster. Folks, in case you missed it, Will Wade mm. is an American gangster. Uh, he outbid Jeff Capel for yes. this kid named Efton Reed. That's how you pronounce his mm. name correctly, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh Efton Reed is a Maybe five. Maybe Efton. Efton. <laughs> you got to be Efton kidding me. <laughs> uh, this recruitment is, it was with Taylor made for Tate and I. The, yes. the, the, uh, the twist, the turns, the finish line, mm. all of it is perfect, uh, including the fact that this kid's probably not even going to be that good. <laughs> all things told. Maybe he will be. I don't know what's funnier. But uh, in case you missed it, Will Wade is, is a gangster and gave us uh, over the weekend, Efton Reed commits to to LSU, mm-hmm. and the reason um, we're, we're we're laughing so hard about this back is because alert major back. Very rarely mm-hmm. in recruiting, Tate, does something happen like this where literally everybody. I'm not talking like uh, like half the people that yes. are watching say something or like. It you used know, to be a wink, wink. Now people are yelling the at most, the top of their lungs. The most naive people on earth are mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what <laughs> about this one?" <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which is perfect for us. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes. We're going to get into the Will Wade. We're going to mm. uh, Jeff Cape versus Jeff Capel weeds. We're going to hash all this out. Maybe talk about some other stuff. We'll see. We're gonna we're gonna do all that. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, we're recording on Tuesday because uh, my my mom Tate came out and visited Laura this weekend Legend. for Mother's Day. Uh, I spent a lot of time with her. I wanted to just give a quick shout out to her that that uh, I I don't get to spend a lot of time with my mother one on one. Tate usually my father's there, <laughs> and then it's not like a dynamic of mother and son. It's like a they're both like hawking over me as parents, <laughs> and it's a, the, the the vibe was off. Uh, so uh, my mom came out, and we we yesterday we 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 spent a lot of time together. So the whole point I, I'm bringing this up out of the gate is first of all that's why the podcast is late for those mm. of you that wondered Tuesday morning why was it not here. Uh, secondly, I wanted to shout her out because my mom has recently retired. She's been retired for a couple of years, but she shifted into the phase of her life where she's ready to embrace retirement. The first mm. the, the first little phase of retirement was like I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. You and find enjoy. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I just want to sit on my couch and not have to go to work. Now she's like. I want to experience life. I want to get out there. I want to see what, I want to try new things. I want to, she's, she's in that mode. Uh, so long story short, she comes out. One of the things she decided to try was sushi. She is, this is a woman who has lived in Indiana her entire life. My mom is a, a beautiful woman. She's great in a lot of ways. My mom is not a woman you would describe as worldly. She mm-hmm. is not someone who uh, <laughs> is cultured, we'll say. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, she's an Indiana woman and has been her entire life. Does not eat, has never, I'm not even sure she's ever really had fish before of any kind. Decides she's going to try sushi and yes. bless her heart, Tate. We took her to, we took her out for a sushi dinner and she tried like six different things. 
she threw up. <laughs> it was an absolute. She's chewing it. She's like, oh my gosh, the faces she was making. I was videotaping it, um, and it was it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I know she's probably. So great. I know she's listening to this. She's gonna by the time this comes out, she's gonna be back home uh, listening to the show. So, mom, I love you. It was a lot of fun eating uh, steak and potatoes. And she's telling, gonna be you telling know, Coach Titus about this dude, terrible thing. Yeah, she, she so had. last night we we had this we had this reservation of this nice seafood place uh, in, in Malibu on the water like i wanted mm. to do a big for my mom i was like yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna have this big blowout thing and 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 you know and, and do a big for my mom so i make this reservation on the water in malibu the scene I, i'm like no amount of it's mom and any amount of money i'll spend on or whatever she's just pouring through the menu just like where's the steak where's the steak <laughs> because this was after the sushi experience <laughs> So we You're like this, on the ocean. This nice seafood you could ever have. <laughs> She's uh, like, I'll take the uh, I'll take the New York Strip, please. Yes, please. please. So I was dying at that. Uh, anyway, we're here now. Um, so uh, we're, we're here to talk about it, it, uh, the the, the mm. other thing. Being being tied up with my mom, I, I wasn't clued into the world of sports. By my estimation, there were four things that happened this weekend. Uh, Tim Tebow has has is, taken is over making, the world. Taken yes. over the world. Bob Baffert gave a horse drugs. Yes. Um. The Columbus crew and, and is investigating himself and, and, he, <laughs> and is saying, basically, I, I, I pulled everything up. I looked everywhere. I'm, I'm not seeing what you guys are talking about. If we were better prepared, we should have had Rutherford mm. on the show because this feels like a big time college it, basketball. It seems like he knows. He's, he's a Louisville guy. Yeah. The Kentucky Derby is obviously Louisville. They know this, horses. This feels like a big crossover. The Bob Baffert horse story yeah. and the really college basketball as a whole. It feels like a lot of overlap with how they go about their business. And horse racing was like the original bag dropping because it used to be, and Kentucky fans, you know this, you take them to the race, you give them a winning ticket even though they didn't even put it in a bed exactly. and then they go cash the ticket, they get the cash yes. and they're like, I didn't I give him cash. I would like I didn't to give play. Cash. I would like to play for Kentucky. Yeah, and, and then the, <laughs> it comes back to Kentucky, and you're like, I didn't give him any cash. Yeah, no, he just went to the race. I just, he just went to the race, and he bet, and he won. Like I had no control over that. That's how, <laughs> that's how we're, Bob Baffert's down uh, there, like him a thumbs up. It's like we got him. There, there's those two. I saw the Columbus Crew mm. rebranded. Uh, I don't know if you're even aware of this. this I did see this. Yeah, someone it tweeted this. At us. Yeah. We, we have to save the, the crew again. I yeah, apparently, what is that? Like, <laughs> What is it? <laughs> we fought so hard to save the crew, Tate, and then the crew decided we're going to get rid of the name the crew, and we're going to be just Columbus. And, and then they I'm ripped the the LAFC branding. Basically, like, they made like yeah. Columbus Crew uh, look Dude, they like won LAFC. the cup last year. Yeah, they, the we <laughs> saved the team. We win the cup, and then they're building rebrand. a new stadium, and they're like mm. rebrand. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And then the fourth story, Tate, is the story I want to talk to you about today, and, and it's tailor-made for us, which is this kid, Efton Reed. Um, yes. Do you want to set the stage for the people? Mm -hmm. What what happened? Why why they should care about this? Because we have a lot of listeners, uh, for being honest, that maybe aren't, aren't following college basketball. Yeah. This is the time of year a lot of our listeners yeah. are like, do I need to continue to listen to Titus and Tate? This is the mm. off season. I liked you guys through March Madness. It's the off that was season. Fun. Why do I care? Flash I don't follow fan. recruiting <laughs> that closely. I don't, yeah. whatever. Like, give me something. Why mm. should I be entertained by this story? Tate, tell them why they should be entertained by this story. Because it goes all the way to the top. And Literally. I think uh, you and I, you know, once upon a time, we had a conversation about where does the bag begin and where does it end? And we all know where it starts, and that's at VCU. And uh, these are two former head coaches of your VCU Rams, mm -hmm. two guys that understand what it takes to get the top players, what it takes to get a Blake Griffin. Mm -hmm. What does that take, Mark mm -hmm. Titus? The bag. The <laughs> a major bag. Sometimes even a brother, too, alongside that <laughs> yes, bag. Yeah. But in general, Will Wade, Jeff Capel, there was a showdown because Friday night, according to reports, Jeff Capel was told by Efton Reed and his family 
that he was signing his letter of intent over the weekend sometime, very vague, but you know, mm-hmm. general speaking, they were saying, we are in, we are coming to Pitt, we're coming to play for you. This is around the same time that Justin Champagny, a guy that I thought could be first-team All-American at one mm-hmm. point last year, great player, going to go to the NBA. So it opens up the post position at Pitt. He's going to be a featured player. It all makes sense. A lot of people marking this down. Meanwhile, Will Wade, as he said in his quotes, he only takes 10, he's only taken 10 to 11 Zooms. Uh, during this whole <laughs> recruiting process because he only has specific players that he is targeting mm-hmm. as major mm-hmm. high-profile mm-hmm. players in his mind. Efton Reed is one of those guys. He has one of these Zooms, I guess, after... It's like Elaine with her sponges. She's like, are you sponge-worthy? Mm-hmm. He's, he's saying, yes. are you Zoom-worthy? Efton, I, I, I bequeath you one of my Zooms. You will be the 11th <laughs> Zoom. And we don't know. I assume that Zoom is the place that has the recording somewhere. I'm sure Will Wade has it. But whatever he's doing on these Zoom offices, that's what we should do. We should go. All we the, should go. Where's Zoom? Yes. Where's Zoom? Where's the cloud? I'm going to guess Zoom Richmond, cloud? where VCU yeah. is. Uh, but in general, the fact that he's doing the Zoom and then somehow on the Zoom, the family has completely reconsiders something that they have just promised to a coach yep. within. So something happened, right? On this Zoom call, we don't well know. Well before the Zoom call. I'll, I'll give you the backstory. I, I, I have been aware of Efton Reed. I, I don't follow recruiting super closely, as I mentioned a lot, but mm-hmm. then I always follow that up with saying, but here's a lot of details about yes. a recruit I've followed. Uh, he had Ohio State in one, as one of his final schools. I remember you telling me um, that. Yeah. And I, a lot of guys have Ohio State as final school, so I don't pay that close of attention. The reason, the reason I was paying a little bit of attention to this guy mm-hmm. was because everyone I was talking to at Ohio State said this is like the most bizarre recruitment they've ever seen. And I was like, because he he twice, Tate, had decided he was going to announce. And in April, uh, they, they were waiting for an announcement. There was a day, I think it was like April 15th, I think it was the... the mm-hmm. uh, um, April fifteenth, if I believe, um, the 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 family said today today's the day. Uh, Adam Jardy, a guy who a friend of the program actually listens yeah. to the show, uh, yeah. covers covers Ohio State um, for the Columbus Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm friendly with him. I text him a lot, and he he I I was I was communicating with him about Efton Reed, and he he's he's sitting on pins and needles because the moment he commits, whether it's Ohio State or not. He's going to write a column that's like, you know, mm-hmm. does not pick Ohio State, does pick Ohio, whatever. Um, so he's he's following this recruitment. I'm like, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? He's like, I'm not hearing anything. In fact, I don't even know when the announcement's going to happen. They just said it's going to happen today. And he was giving me like a play-by-play breakdown of like what this, of, of what the experience is like waiting on this kid. Mm-hmm. Long story short, he does not commit <laughs> yes. that day. No one knows why. No one knows. So uh, I, the, the, the Ohio State mm. coaches have no idea what's going on. No one at Ohio State has any idea. At that point, I I, I realized like, okay, he's, he's probably not coming to Ohio State. So like, I didn't have my hopes up. It wasn't like, I, we need this kid, whatever. Um, but it was put on my radar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to monitor this situation. Mm. He does it again where he's going to announce. Uh, apparently his mother has been in, in control of a lot of things in the sense that- Bag like, moms. She, she's a bag mom. She's mm. firing off on Twitter. She calls herself Mama Bear. She, she, uh, she's saying like, these are the times we're going to announce- um, Twice they did not did not announce anything. Uh, apparently, Ohio State was in his final three at one point. If you ask who the other two were, he wouldn't tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> who the other two were. Just that Ohio State was one of them, the highest um, bidder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
LSU was not really in the picture until later. <laughs> and by later, I mean like when they delayed that first announcement yeah. and then all of a sudden LSU popped up and then Florida State kind of popped up out of nowhere. Um, At that time, Will Wade was saying, I am Zooming Adam Miller right now, but I was, will get to my Zoom yes, with you. Yes. The Zoom will come. It was described to me as, because a lot of these guys that do cover recruiting uh, have a sense. This is where like the crystal balls come from. It's like they're mm-hmm. they're talking to, because coaches know too, <laughs> if, you're, if you're recruiting guys, you get a sense. You, you talk to a, a player and he's he was really friendly with you, was really high excited to talk to you three weeks later you're talking to him and he's just like yeah coach yeah yeah, yeah." you know and you kind of feel the vibe you're like ah damn he's not coming here you hang up the phone you're like i don't feel like he's coming here yep and you start talking to reporters but so anyway there's always like signs and and people can always read stuff uh with this with with afton reed apparently nobody had any idea what was going on at any time no one had any clue Mm -hmm. which is uh very much a brian bowen situation where rick patino as we famously remember (laughs) lands brian bowen he's (laughs) like that was the easiest recruitment of my life i called the kid one time and he he came and he fell into my lap that was that was why this is so interesting to us. And in the eleventh hour, and in, in, at eleven fifty nine, <laughs> Cinderella, <laughs> and I, as as the pumpkin was turning, yeah, Cinderella found her slipper, put it back on, and Will Wade, the bag man, he lives. So that that's the backstory, basically. And Will Wade and Jeff Capel in general, they have been, you know, a lot of people want to to adopt the dark or adopt the bag, but they were born in it. They were bred in it. And if you look at Will Wade's career, I mean, he comes in with Oliver Prunell, you know, at Clemson, mm-hmm. takes him under his, his wing. He's a grad assistant. He's a guy that just played golf, you know, in high school. Didn't even play basketball, just was, uh, you know, played golf, you know. I played golf in high school, too. So I'm like looking at Will Wade. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, and Will Wade, you know, from there, learns from Oliver Purnell. Oliver Purnell was an assistant coach on the 04 Olympic team, you know, had some mm-hmm. pedigree, was able to get in some rooms with some guys. They probably finished second or third. He goes to Harvard. Tommy Amaker, guy who learned from Coach K. Mm-hmm. How to do things, mm-hmm. a private school, mm-hmm. you know, wink, wink. And Tommy Amaker and Will Wade, they get a top 25 recruiting class together. Will Wade then goes to VCU, gets Shaka Smart to a Final Four. Mm-hmm. So Will Wade has climbed the ladder, and then he said about Efton Reed, that's the difference that they've been looking for, a player who can, a big who can play on the perimeter and play in the post. And he said, I'm sick of coming in second and third. So that was a huge piece. So what I'm saying to you is that Will Wade has been able to do it, you know, that Does, way and he's been second and third and now he's officially jumping to the front because he's like I am the best at this yeah like there's no one that I have to kiss the ring to because Calipari has changed course I'm not recruiting five stars like Efton right. Reed I'm recruiting your best player on your team I want to talk about the reaction to this because uh, as I said earlier it's rare that basically the entire college basketball world just goes nuts and says mm-hmm. Bag alert. <laughs> something, Major. This is something does not, th- this is not adding up. Um, and this is on the heels of Adam Miller, which is already another confusing, another confusing situation, yeah. which is like, why would that kid want to leave Illinois mm-hmm. to go to LSU? That doesn't really make any sense until it does. And make poor Adam sense. Miller, I see him like comment on like, you know, Trent Frazier's things and he's like, go get yours. And then go it's get- just all <laughs> Illinois people being like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, um, uh, but Will, Will Wade, the, the the reaction is is interesting to me because we, we've talked about this before on the show that I, I think the reason everyone is so fired up is that mm. Will Wade has, there, there's a certain song and dance of how this is supposed to go. And uh, it, it, like Rick Pitino has to be losing his mind at this. Absolutely. R- Rick Pitino is is like, I was fired. Will Wade was is is, is doing this out in the open. Just so, so, so brazen, blatantly. so blatant. Yep. 
and and nothing is happening. I I don't understand how this is happening. Um, but yeah, Will, Will Wade, the the the, uh, the 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 reaction is is based on that basically that Will Wade has has decided at some point in time he's only thirty eight years old. I'm mm. glad you brought the, like his his past up because. Um, Will Wade is not a guy who is a Brad Stevens type. This is not a man who has like is, is a savant. No one, no one is going to Will Wade's clinics and saying like, "Teach us how to coach." Like, what, what you see the game in a way we don't see. Mm-hmm. Will Wade is a man who decided along the way. That's how they're playing the game. I'm going to play that. Like he's he's like a stockbroker who's like yes. watching the guys trade yes. stocks. And there's like mm-hmm. a there's a way you do it, and you have to go into these these rooms and smoke these cigars with these guys and and talk shop and whatever. Will Wade's like to hell with all that. I'm just going to stab all these guys in the back. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do what they do, yeah. except not do the pleasantries. I'm just going to dive right in. And it's ruffled a lot of feathers, obviously, um, because that's not how it's supposed to work. And he's doing it anyway. And and I'm so glad you brought up his backstory because I think we we, we probably do have a lot of people that listen to the show. They're like, they hear a lot about Will Wade. Do they even know what the guy looks like? Do no. they know anything about his program? No. Do, do they know he's just like a, a shadowy figure he that exists? He looks like Brooks' brother. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And that guy is literally taking over college basketball because, like you said, he was able to be around Oliver Purnell, who was at those tables with the Roy Williams and the Coach mm-hmm. K's of the world. Like, he understands the game of big time college basketball, but he basically like American gangster, like Frank Lucas said, I will cut out the middleman. Yes. The middleman is the pleasantries. The middleman is how we're supposed to do things to make sure we keep people off the scent Mm -hmm. here. And he said to hell with all that. And he's also at a big enough school and a big enough brand that they're, they're down, you know, LSU is not going to, they're oh. not going to throw him to the wolves. Oh, I didn't realize this until this all happened this weekend, and uh, I, I w- it was brought to my attention. Um, what just how you said this goes all the way to the top? This literally goes to the top mm. of the NCAA date. Mm. Are you aware of uh, Scott Woodward, the athletic director at LSU? His stepson is married to Mark Emmert's daughter. Are you aware of this? This was brought to my attention this weekend. Also, Scott Woodward has twice been hired by Mark Emmert. Mark Emmert was the chancellor at LSU. He hired Scott Woodward, who is the current athletic director at LSU. He hired him to, to a different position at LSU mm. at the time. Mark Emmert goes to be the president of Washington. He hires Scott Woodward to Washington. Mm-hmm. Their kids marry each other. And then Scott Woodward goes back to LSU. And now Mark Emmert is in discussions of being the new chancellor at LSU. So if you're asking yourself, if you're, if you're at home scratching your head and you're like, LSU isn't private, how are they, how are they getting away with this? I don't know. I, I don't know how it's happening, but also here's this story that I just told you. <laughs> I don't know if that's of interest to you. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, I mean that's because it, it's not just the basketball program. It's the like LSU is the most brazen. It's 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 unbelievable. Well, it, it <laughs> goes back to the whole thing where we always joke about how people look at the NCAA as like this entity, and it's you know basically the Wizard of Oz, you know. Mm. And really, there's a man behind the curtain. And if that man went to school somewhere, has allegiances to school somewhere, I mean, Butch Davis when he was in North Carolina gets in trouble, you know, just around the same time that Jim Trestle gets in trouble. And Butch Davis is like Larry Scott, who was coming after us trying mm-hmm. to get me fired was my AD at Miami and was mad that I left and went to the Cleveland Browns. So now he's trying to get back at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is how this works. You know what I mean? It's it's not like the moral authority is coming in. It's like people that have vendettas yes. for certain people yes. making decisions. And Will Wade is on the right side of the situation yes. right now where he is going to be basically the Teflon. You know, he, he is going to be the Teflon Don of college basketball. Yes. He's going to be the American gangster. And the only way he comes down is if... 
someone literally decides I'm going to go it's, after him. It's Patino and, and Rashad Miller, like we talked about the last show mm-hmm. about uh, we need a Jose Canseco, we need a Lance Armstrong. Because Bruce Pearl too. is just pissed. Like he he's yeah. in the same game, but he's like this guy is ridiculous. He's like breaking the rules. Calipari's the same way. Yeah, he's like up here looking down. Like I can't believe these guys. I'm not even playing that but game. But that's, so, it's so that's bad. why I think you're. I think you hit the nail on the head. That it has to be like a Sean Miller type. That's like I. I have nothing to lose at this point. I've. Mm-hmm. I've been fired. I. I Rick, Rick Pitino yeah. type. Who's like I'm at the end of my career. I'm in Iona. Um. I guess maybe once Pitino like retires for good, um. He's he's better situation situated to do that. But like yeah, if, if Bruce Pearl's like here's how the game's played. Everyone just be like Bruce. How do you know that? He's like ah oh, da da da. And then, and then they come knocking on his door and want to turn over what he's coach got going Larry on. Brown. That's who I'm calling. Yeah. Just let Larry Brown tell us. I mean, Larry Brown has done it at every single school. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's done it at every blue blood perfectly. And I think he did it. The reason why Will Wade is different, right, is because Larry Brown getting a great player is because he's such a good basketball coach. He can point out the best player and say, I want to develop him. Yeah. Like, you know, David Robinson, for example, you know, the Spurs, they go and see him play one game at Larry Davey. Brown's actually like one things and, and knows how to coach the game. Coach. He's a coach. Yes. He's a yes. teacher. Yes. Will Wade is neither one of those things, yes. in my opinion. He yes. is literally. <laughs> a gangster. Yes, you you watch L- LSU <laughs> is very poorly coached. That's yeah. I mean like it's it's it, they have been for the Will Wade tenure. Yes. They, they are very poorly coached. They are incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it, it's that's what's that's what's so funny about it. That's what's mm-hmm. like it, it it is a uh to to there, there's there was always like a ratio of like you know, 60 to 70% bags, but then you got to do the other 30% coaching and politicking mm-hmm. and, and trying to cut. Will Wade just said He's 90-10. More. more. Yeah, he said yeah, more. Just yeah. just go this way. That's how it's going to be. And yeah, I'm curious because it is. it does feel like uh, the, the establishment, the bag-dropping establishment of college basketball has to be like pissed about this, right? Yes. This is not how you, like you're calling so much attention to this, Will. He might get away with it though. I mean, he's, he's, like I said, he's insulated at LSU. Like this is this is exactly I, I, the the world at large. The college basketball the the, the fan. If you're a fan of uh, I don't know New Mexico State and mm-hmm. you love college basketball and you've been watching New Mexico State your whole life and you're like I I don't understand how LSU gets away. Like I'm gonna tell you how this is yeah. exact. How, how how is Will Wade still employed at LSU? This is exactly what they want from him. Mm-hmm. This is all they've ever wanted. It, the, he, the the system is working as designed. <laughs> They said that they had tapes and HBO released a documentary in 2020. I know it feels like it was five years ago, but it was literally last year they released a documentary where those tapes were in it. And Will Wade said, and I quote, I'll be honest with you. I'm effing tired of dealing with the thing. Like, I'm just effing sick of dealing with the shit. I went to him with the effing strong ass offer about a month ago. Effing strong. Will Wade. Mm -hmm. That's what he says on tape. In the documentary, and in 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 the actual court proceedings, which a lot of this stuff was not admissible in court, you know how these things go. They were just discussing that they had so many coaches on these tapes talking to Christian Dawkins, like not just the ones that we know about. There were so many more that were in on these bids, in on these conversations. So what you're saying is like there's a bag drop. I I think that all, I would say a hundred. There are probably a hundred coaches that are all at big-time programs that know how, what it takes to get a certain type of kid. You yes. know what I mean? And there's a decision to say, do I want to wade in those waters, no pun intended, or do yes. I want to hang out over here and and finesse it in my own sense and find the Moses rights of the world and you know see what happens, right? Yes. And I think at the end of the day, the fact that there are that many coaches and he stood out that much amongst them, that he was that much of a shark amongst them, mm-hmm. shows how brazen he really is. I mean, brazen yes. is the right word. I mean, he... And it's... 
it's never been, I think, this this brash and in your face. I'm waiting for him from to do someone it. that's not supposed to do it. I'm waiting for him to just do the the Trump press conference where he's like, I could walk in Times Square, just walk up exactly. to the crew and hand him money, and there's nothing. And they there's would nothing do. they would do. There's about nothing it. anyone would do about it. And, and I think he would and honestly. It, I think he would argue it out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I think he would. It's like a lawyer. And I'd be nodding along. I'd be like, that's a great point. I mean, I think he's, yeah. I think he's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I'm running out of things to say because it's so, uh, it, it is, it, it's <laughs> what, what makes our show so fun when we would, would call this stuff out is that it, there is the hush hush of the, of the, the connecting of dots of, we, we, we get on the show and we're like, all right, so let's try to make sense of this because uh, Kobe Simmons is another example. You want to talk about Sean Miller and, and, and guys who had Ohio State on final list. Kobe Simmons uh, was was going to Ohio State and then he mm-hmm. goes, to, like, I, I don't need to hash all that. Like that, that, that was clear as day to me that there was a last minute situation there. Um, and I started connecting dots and I wanted to like talk about that on the show about the dots and, and here's, here's the evidence I have, Tate, mm-hmm. da, da, da. And it, that makes, that's what makes it fun. What way kind of takes all that away from us? What way is like, here are the dots. Yeah. I'll no, show you how I connect. Here's them. the date I had the Zoom call. <laughs> and then this was when the decision was made after the fact. I just anyway. want to know what the number is. That's all I care about. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, we know what, I mean, DeAndre Ayton, they say it was 100,000. We know it was not. And yeah. uh, I want to know what it was. I, I want Rick Pitino to come on our program and uh, spill the beans. That's mm-hmm. what I want. I want more than anything. Um, I, I think this is what college basketball needs is they, we, we need Sean Miller. We need Rick Pitino to say, I did it and here's how. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and basically you rat on everybody. And, but I think it has. I want Pitino to do that on this show. I think Rick it has changed. Me. I think there were like three phases. It was like the actual basketball camps that coaches had, which is the way that they got players to come to their school and they could, you know, use the summertime, a dead period to recruit guys. John Thompson, Dean Smith, they yeah. did this, you know, bring guys in, Bob Knight, the same thing. So that was one period. Then it was the Sonny Vaccaro period, which is Sonny is going around and saying, this brand sponsors this team. You live that. You yes. know, that was that yes. period. Yes. And now there's the AAU period, which is like, I'm on the circuit in the summer yes. and they control where I go because I can go to Adidas school, Nike school, whatever. Right. And there are certain kids that aren't on that circuit, but that's primarily where these big time recruits are so it, it's and, just and now feels I like well wait is could explain like I, I think patino would be like i don't even know what these guys are paying these coaches from aau to get them there. i feel like i feel like wade is ushering in a new era which is again just like to hell with all that to hell with even recruiting like yeah. why 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 call a kid when he's a freshman in high school and try mm-hmm. to like foster relationship yeah, up he, until, he's not doing any of that he's like i'll just wait till he's he's to the literally the, the last second yeah. <laughs> in high school till they have a decision yeah I mean, that's the other part of this. Like you talk about, um, you know, sort of the uh, the rules of the game, rules of engagement, so to speak, you know, with this whole process. If you're Jeff Capel, you're calling Coach K and you're saying you got to call someone up top on my yeah. behalf and say this is not how things work. Yeah. This guy and his family committed to me on a Zoom call, said we're coming up there. We're going to move up to Pittsburgh. And then literally not two days later, I see on Twitter, not, they didn't, I mean, I, maybe they called him, but I see on Twitter that he's going to play for Will Wade. I mean, that's. But this is the, this is what makes Will Wade a genius is there's no honor amongst thieves. And, and like mm-hmm. you said, you can't, if you get, uh, you know, if, if you're doing a drug deal and you get shorted by a guy, you can't go call the cops. No, I mean, because there's no, it's, you, you know, the brands have been doing this forever. Yeah, like if you yeah. pay the top 10 recruits <laughs> to wear Nikes in high school and they go to a Nike school and then they go to the NBA and sign with Adidas, that was a waste of your yeah. money yeah and you can't you, you go can't complain, go c- complain. <laughs> yeah what are you talking that's that's kind of what what wade realizes he's like what, what what are they gonna do 
that that's why it can't be one of the guys in the game. Yeah. It has to be someone outside the game, mm-hmm. a Sean Miller or a Rick Pitino when he steps down in Iona. Mm-hmm. Rick, do th- this is how you save your legacy. In all honesty, Rick Pitino retired after this coming season. This is his last season at Iona. And then he does his whole press tour that he did the first retirement uh, when he was when he wrote the book and he said, I'm done. This is the last interview I'm going to do. And then he did 12 more last interviews. And he said, oh, you'll, you'll never see me again. I'm, I'm out of the game forever. If he retires from Iona and does that tour where it's it's just all about like I, I am atoning for everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. I I am saving my legacy, my reputation. I will admit to certain things. You don't have to admit to it all. Like like Rick, don't you know? Like if you, if it goes too far, if you're the one that's like I orchestrated all the strippers, mm-hmm. I did uh, all of this stuff, then maybe people are gonna be like, all right, you cheated. But if you're like I knew, okay, so I'll admit I knew this stuff. We steered this stuff a certain direction, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get all of your stuff out in the open, and then pivot to to just explaining or, or uh, like you said, it's it's hard to explain what the game is today. But at least do your best. At least like mm-hmm. you know, say here's how here's how we did it forever. Here's how the game was played forever. Everyone would love him, would they not? Yeah. Would Rick Pitino not be the, the everyone's favorite coach again? That's how that's his way people, back. People want to know what happens, and I think they like the idea of it being larger than life. And that's why Jeff D'Angelo was such a great figure in this whole thing because it showed the incompetence of the FBI. You know, hope they're not listening right now. But I mean, you know, the, at that time with those proceedings, like the reason why it didn't hit and these guys didn't get in trouble, you know, for all these wiretaps is because it was a botched case by D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if he or was it, I mean, like D'Angelo <laughs> might have done exactly what he was trying to do, which is get the bag and run. <laughs> I mean, the best part of that whole the documentary, the scheme is Christian Dawkins, you know, the Jeff D'Angelo character is like, we have to give this money to the coaches. And Christian Dawkins like, if you just want to go throw money away, we'll go to the strip club. You know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> the coaches don't matter, which is the funniest part. That shows something, too, where like the coaches actually don't have any, you know, they can't steer a kid really anywhere. Right. It's, you know, whoever is in their family, their team, you know, whatever it may be. And so the fact that the FBI was trying to use that approach to say a public official, like they're still, that's how they were trying to get it criminal by mm-hmm. saying a public official who was a coach like Will Wade mm-hmm. took money and did this. But that's not how it usually works. But Will Wade is actually literally not afraid to get on the phone the, and say it's a strong, it's a strong offer. It's a strong offer. How does he not take it? <laughs> that's crazy. That's all we're saying. All we're saying is that it's different, and that's why we're so amazed. Because like when it first came out that the FBI had the flowchart, you know that was something's got to something's got to come to head though. I mean, something's got to. I I I think like uh, we 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 joke all the time about things flying too close to the sun, but that that's mm-hmm. what like. I don't think Will Wade's going to fly too close to the sun. I think the system is. I think he's polling like the the as I said like the there's there was always a ratio of how this was done, and I think the system is getting pulled that way in part because uh, as we've talked about many times that like the public perception of this stuff is is not what it used to be, and I think mm-hmm. people here if you if you heard about a recruit getting paid, you're no longer like arrest that man. You're like yeah, good for him. I'm glad he got the money. Um, but you can't do it. You can't. It can't be so brazen. It can't be so out in the open. If if every single school is doing this, uh, and meanwhile you have all these other leagues that are that are trying to compete mm. and pay players, we're moving towards the name, image, likeness thing. It's all coming to a head, and it, it, this, this is not sustainable. 
it's not sustainable to say that there's an amateur model, but to be so openly brazen about it. Mm -hmm. But to, I, I think we all know that. And I think uh, it, it it really does feel, I, I, I don't know, man, because I, I feel like we've also had this conversation a thousand times where uh, the, the, the conversation about paying players and how, man, we're really close this time. It seems like they're taking it to this court and this case is going to be heard. Oh, did you hear what, what Bill California passed? That means that this is going to happen now in this way. Um, and we haven't been there yet, mm -hmm. but boy, stuff like this is just putting the, 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 you're putting the pedal to the metal on, on change happening. But when, when is it going to happen, Tate? I'm scared when he's going to win happen? a title before it happens. It's, it's not going to win a title. I don't think you have to, I think if you watch LSU play Michigan and then see a tournament, I think you're like, all right, I think we're fine. They, I they, mean, they, 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 they run nothing. They have, they are not coached. Yeah. That, I mean, that, one the, he's, he's one of the worst coaches in, in the, the way, country. And the way that the Brooklyn Nets could break basketball by winning with basically no defense, I mean, I'm scared that Will Wade he can, can break college basketball by having just a team of 10 NBA players. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. Like, it's hard to beat. I don't care who you are as a college program. If that team has 10 NBA players, like, they have no, this. But, but you're right. I mean, they don't have anything. They don't have any sets that they're running. I, the worst thing that could happen is that Will Wade gets wise enough, you know, after this season maybe to bring in a you know Martelli type to be like a number two that actually runs the team yeah and then he can still That's do what he does that would be devastating that would be devastating yeah yeah and not that it would Martelli would ever do that but I'm just saying like uh, even like a Brendan Sir like one of these like long time assistant coaches that just wants to be on the bench yeah. Sir was there with Ben Simmons, so yeah. bring him back and man, that would. Oh, that, never mind. I hope he doesn't. That's hear the this. other part of Will Wade taking the the model and just breaking it in half is that the man is thirty eight years old. Yeah, he, he's, he's barely he's barely older than I am. Mm -hmm. As you said, you could, giving his backstory, he did not grind to get here. He did not. He was not. <laughs> He's not a, 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 a Bill Guthridge type that was sitting on no. a bench forever no. serving this guy and then finally got his opportunity. He went to uh, Amaker for one year and got a top 25 class. And Amaker yes. was like, this guy kind of scares me how good he's doing this. And then he was like, I'm going to VCU. He's not a coaching savant. He was not a great player that, that you know, parlayed that. He was not like a John Shire type that won a title somewhere. And then yeah. now he's given a coaching opportunity because it's like, wow, he's a great player. He's very cerebral mm -hmm. with how he plays. I'm sure that will mm -hmm. translate. He was not that. He, he, was, he was nothing like... Basically, this should be an inspiring story to everyone listening that if you want to be a college basketball coach at Lance Five Circuit, you could be yeah. that. You could if you be you played that. golf in high school. If you know how to put on a tie and <laughs> yeah, and and talk in front of a microphone when you're asked questions and deflect, um, but not really even deflect that much. No, he smiles. It's like when they smile ask him questions it. about like it, he could, literally smiles and then doesn't say anything and then goes next question. And yeah. everyone's like, man, that Will Wade, what a deflector. You too could be a, a coach. <laughs> you could win an SEC championship. I think yeah. you, could, you could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Talk more about uh, other happenings of college basketball. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. 
All right, that was all I was prepared to talk about, to be honest. Dave, so we'll wait. What else, what else is going on? Well, you know, pour one out for Jeff Capel. I think we should. That, that's probably the final note on that situation. Jeff Capel is doing it the right way in, in the old He's way. He's doing the wrong way the right way. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that's how far deep we are in the vortex of bag dropping is that he's doing the right way of bag, dro- bag dropping. And Will Wade is saying, I'll, you know, touche. I'll, yeah. I'll one up this. Yeah. It, the, the, one more point on it. The, what, it's frustrating <laughs> me is because I love the creativity of bag dropping. I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an art to it. Um, it. It was something that I I enjoyed following how uh, guys would do it. Like back, I, I, you you went over all the different ways to do it. The the uh, sometimes they would literally just go to to a church and and meet with the pastor and the 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 mom and the dad and you leave the bag at the pew and then that's the, there there were so many ways to do it Tate of pay of ways to go backdoor channels of this and that and and whatever. And the art is gone. I, that's what that's what's devastated me the most. Mm. Just hearing you talk about Jeff Cable is like I, my mind's going to I, like poor Bill Self is just sitting there. They, Bill Self's going to have a Roy Williams moment. Where he's like the game has passed me by. Yeah. I don't know how to do this anymore. Yeah. I don't have the balls to just be on a federal wiretap and just say I'll make you a strong ass offer. That's not how I do things. No, <laughs> I can never I can never sleep with myself at night. Yeah, and we'll wait. Is like I, I feel like the art is lost. I yeah. feel like that's uh that's where we've arrived. Is um there used to be they used to build buildings so articulately mm. and put gargoyles mm. on them and and mm-hmm. you get guys carving beautiful design beautiful yeah. designs. Now now they just throw them up. And, yeah. We went to Home and, Depot. And we, we went, went to, to Home Depot. We yeah. threw up the frame. We threw some drywall up, and that's it. And that's how Will Wade's going about it. He's like, mm-hmm. it's more efficient this way. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but what happened to the art, Will? Yeah. He, where's the He's bringing the condominiums. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. What were we talking about? Uh, let's talk about Remy Martin. I think that's a big headline, uh, or at least a confusing headline, or an interesting headline. Remy Martin, uh, Kyle's guy. Shout out to Kyle. Uh, one of his original guys because of his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been at Arizona State for the past four years. He's been quite a uh, familiar figure in college basketball. He's not done yet, but it's not going to be with the Sun Devils. He is transferring. And I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to go to either Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, or LSU. Well, Kentucky was supposed to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we just needed another veteran guard. <laughs> if if Will, what if Will has like twenty scholarships and he shows up to like the first day of of workouts and is like seven of you are getting cut, you figure it out, and mm. it's just like hunger. Does that's a reality show, right? Like, what, what at what point do you have to figure out your scholarship limit? Is it the first day of practice? I think so. Yeah. Did I just come up with a great idea for Will Wade to just like basically poach every single transfer and and oversign everybody? And I mean, then, that's what they do in college football. Steve yeah. Spurrier, that's what he was famous for. He would oversign classes, then say, "Sorry, we only have thirty spots." And then guys like last second would be like, "Wait a second, well, so this five star just took my spot?" And then they had to like call other yeah. coaches they told to f off and try to play. Have them yeah. sign. How, how many scholarships you get? 13? Thirteen. Sign yeah. twenty six. Sign twice as many guys. I mean, dude, that that is. And look, he was at Clemson, so he knows football. Yeah, bring them all in mm-hmm. during the off season. Turn into a reality show where they're all competing, yeah. and it's just like all these 26, 26 different five stars. Yeah. And if you lose out, you have to go play in the overtime league, or you have yeah. to go play with the G League team for less money. Dude, <laughs> you get a pay cut. I'm so happy uh, that Jalen Green confirmed the G League thing for us. That was great. Yeah. Um, Marcus Carr is uh, going to the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. He was supposedly a guy, or he 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 he. Kentucky was looking. Kentucky at him. was yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that that Kentucky had their eye on. Now now they're looking at the Ty Ty Washington kid, right? He's yeah. the, the five star they're looking at. Um, so maybe Remy <laughs> Martin is the answer. I don't know. 
They need a veteran. They need, guard. They need I another know guard. Said yeah. That, so yeah. So maybe it's not going to be. And, and Joel Justice uh, went there, so this could be like a trade that's happening Whoa. where Joel Justice goes to Arizona State, and he's like, "I got an idea for you, Remy, because you're not going to play here because we're getting five stars, um, like Sky Clark. You get, you can go to Kentucky. Go to Kentucky. Yeah. He's recruiting for Kentucky exactly. and Arizona State. Yeah, that's his first call. <laughs> Dude, how great would that be? <laughs> if we if we get a story of an assistant coach, I mean, I can see Bobby Hurley and Calipari being friends. You know what I mean? They're like that Northeast, like probably like Bobby Bowden, Bobby Bowden, Bobby Hurley Senior. Uh, probably like worked with Calipari a lot when he was younger. You know what I mean? This, what, is, this what, is probably all a good deal. What about the idea of a mole though? That Calipari goes mm. to Justice and is like, I want you to go to Arizona State and recruit every single guy that to me to me <laughs> recruit him to me every guy that comes to Arizona I want State you to be closer to Sierra yes. Canyon so you can recruit yes. Bronny, Bronny to me let yeah. let Bobby bring in the five stars mm-hmm. when they're sitting on the bench in year one I want you in their ear directly saying go to, to Kentucky so they're sophomore year they come to me yeah <laughs> let them learn there let them grow in pain how that be? Honestly, we talked about having a funnel system where you could just have like a team. Like I, even someone tweeted me one time that Monmouth should be Carolina's. Like if we have guys that are four stars that were, you know, not quite ready yet, you let them go play at Monmouth for a year and they're like a star at Monmouth and then you pull them up. Dude, I think transfer. that's genius. That's what I, I I think the name image likeness and the transfer and, and all that, like that, that everyone throws their hands in the air and says, what about the, the little guys? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think if you're smart, you can use it to your advantage. And then if your team's not good, you watch like Monmouth games because you're like trying yeah. to scout the guys yeah. that are coming next year. And Monmouth can recruit on that. They could yeah. be like, we send guys to North Carolina. Come and play Duke. for us. Yeah. yeah. If you come play for us, you will play for North Carolina and Duke. And then mm-hmm. guys are like, all right, I want to play for you. And, and then Monmouth. Is then they're in Monmouth for four years. Yeah. <laughs> they get stuck in Monmouth. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not you. I met the other guys. The other guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, are going to yeah. get to Carolina and Duke. <laughs> uh, did you see Max Asmus yeah. declare for the NBA draft? Yeah. I'm excited He's about coming that. back. You think he's coming back to Oral Roberts or he's transferring he, somewhere? Uh, I hope he comes back to Oral Roberts. Yeah, I do too, but... Um, he's, Kentucky. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's the new deal? Is guys... <laughs> oh, I want to see a guy put out a statement that's like, I have entered the transfer portal, I have declared for the draft, and I have also entertained offers from LSU. <laughs> Kentucky. Here are the three options. <laughs> Of things I might do. The big do. three in the bag dropping triangle right now, in my opinion, and this is in my opinion, it's Kentucky, it's Auburn, and it's LSU. Yes. And between those three, you have a battle royale that is going on. Yes. And I think Duke has almost separated itself from that group because Duke's so formal about it still. Yes. You know, like you're not going to necessarily get a Duke offer. You're not going to necessarily get Coach K to come to your house like, or get in a, a side street ditch and call you and FaceTime you. Like Coach K is not going to do that, but Bruce Pearl will, uh, Will Wade will Zoom you. And yes. Coach Calipari's got foot soldiers. Like, yes. We already know. So. Yes. I, and they're all three coaches at different <laughs> points of what, like Cal is yes. the old grizzled guy mm. that's kind of on his way out, but not really because he's Bruce Pearl is contract. like fallen and then climb back and climb, up again. Climb back Very up. Muscleman. And, yeah, and, and Muscleman could be in that group as well. Arkansas fans, don't you worry. God, I love the SEC. <laughs> yeah, the SEC is hilarious. <laughs> the SEC is. And also you have Tom Crean who has the number one pick, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So and In his office, he has... <laughs> <laughs> three top players dude in his office I saw a picture Tom Creed in his office apparently has pictures of like all the guys he's coached not at Georgia <laughs> he's got like Dwight Wayne imagine you're like a... 
Imagine you're like a Georgia uh, player and you walk in and it's like, why do we have Cody Zeller <laughs> pictures? He's like, because I coached him. He's, like at Georgia, no, but it's it's me. This is the, but, the but top this is my program. This is my program. This is the Crean program. <laughs> where's you're the, lucky. Where's the Dominique stuff? He's like, I didn't coach him. Yeah. <laughs> you wear Tom Crean shirts when you're in practice. It doesn't even say Georgia basketball. It's just Tom Crean basketball. Oh man. Oh, but uh, Ace Miss. I hope. I hope he doesn't transfer. I, don't I hope. Think I hope will. he. I hope he comes back or or, or goes to the NBA. Um, but he he can't. Or maybe he does go to the SEC. He gave the SEC. He beat Florida. Almost beat mm-hmm. Arkansas, as we know. Um, so he's he's the SEC killer in a lot of ways. Maybe Max Ace Miss at Kentucky would be unbelievable. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Kellen Grady, Max. Like you have these two small time guys that bumped up to Kentucky. Now they're the starting backcourt for Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. That could be fun. I th- I th- he's probably going to go there. Mintz is coming back too, I think. That's what everyone's saying. Oh, really? Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be too deep. <laughs> I love the SEC. Oh, what else? What else is there? Is uh, Did we hit everything? I think we hit everything. I did want to bring up to you uh, just Tim Tebow again because I do find that fascinating. And I think, you know, you know Urban Meyer. You're an Ohio State guy. Yeah. He is obviously a huge figure there yeah. that they all adore. Uh, I think if he wants to get past the Tim Tebow stuff, he has to sign Terrell Pryor. That's my... That is my. That's how you get past all the hate from everybody. Yeah. It's like if you sign Tim Tebow, guess what? How you does have to that sign solve Terrell Pryor. <laughs> no, because now you have both of them. And Terrell Pryor is a wide every, receiver. Sign every quarterback. You well, have. it's racist if you if you only sign Tim Tebow. <laughs> so you better sign Terrell Pryor. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving advice for the guy. What? T- what? Tim Tebow's like my age, right? We're, we're in the, we're He's in the been same playing baseball class. for like eight years. Yeah. So I I just think like every uh, listen Tim Tebow obviously uh uh very much higher. Great caliber. playoff win. I remember that game 2011. That was 10 years ago, but it was yeah. a great win. And he was playing quarterback. He's obviously a, a very much higher caliber athlete than I ever was. But mm. uh, anytime I do anything right now, I go on a jog, Tate. I mm-hmm. uh, I play pickup basketball. Mm-hmm. I My body is screaming at me saying, why? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, what what would motivate a guy that has not played football in forever? That, that's, I, I don't understand. I'm not mad at him. Like I, I, I This is apparently, I, I've thankfully stayed off the internet. For, People are mad. Yeah. People are mad. But you yeah. told me that, that this is like a... They're <laughs> I, upset. I sat down here. I saw Colin was recording this morning. And like the story. I just saw Jaguars logo with Tebow up. So apparently this is like a story that people are fired up about. I am not mad. Mm-hmm. I am confused mm-hmm. as to like what, I, I guess the money, but they're not even going to pay him that much. Why is Tim Tebow doing this? Well, they're saying there's so many talented players that are in the NFL that would never be able to get a shot to come back in the league after 10 years. And I repeat, 10 years of doing anything of relevance. That's what they're saying. They're like, I mean, are you kidding me? And then there's the, you know, there's the Kaepernick, you know, part of this, you know, Kaepernick never got signed. And then you join a team and you join. Why wouldn't they just hire him to be like a coach or something or just be like the... Like literally, be the Just team minister. Terrell Pryor. <laughs> it's, then Terrell Pryor could be in practice and be like, "Tim Tebow sucks," and we all Terrell, trust Terrell Pryor, Pryor wasn't a. I don't think Terrell Pryor was an Urban guy though. I think he was a Trestle guy. Oh, he was. But yeah. Oh wow. So there goes your theory. You'd have to sign Braxton Miller or JT Barrett. That's your answer. Sign oh JT Barrett. JT Barrett. Could Where's probably, Cardell Jones? JT could probably sign throw a Cardell better football Jones. than uh, JT. Cardell. Cardell Jones is loved by everybody. I feel like you know what I mean. Cardell Jones, uh, he, backup quarterback for Trevor Lawrence. I like kind of mentor him. Cardale Jones is a backup quarterback, won a, a national championship. So just have Cardale Jones be the backup at all times. To exactly. where, like Even when all the other quarterbacks are hurt, Cardale like, yeah. never goes in. He's mm-hmm. just always the clipboard guy, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Tebow's the emergency quarterback. Cardale is just the clipboard vibes guy. That's yeah. clapping and, mm-hmm. and firing off good tweets. The Mark Brunel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want. 
Honestly, I, I, I don't understand the 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 Tebow part of this. Like, why he would want to do this? That's what's confusing yeah. to me. At this point in my life, I want to do less. <laughs> Play tight end too. I mean, to be to be blocking guys that want to rip your head off. I can't imagine that. It it, it it's it's all very bizarre. <laughs> it feels very Rudy to me. It does feel like he does this for one season. He has like one big block that you know they hype up to this big moment and they make a movie about it called Tebow. Yeah, and it's like Rudy, but it's Tebow. Like the, the, and he was like he was like playing for the Mets and he was like doing football drills. Yeah. They're like, what a weirdo. The unlikely story of a Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> 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 Two-time national champion. Two-time national champion playing in the NFL. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Leak, by the way. People forget that Chris Leak was the quarterback that won I, the first one. Ohio State Chris fans Leak. very much do not forget that. Yeah. But yeah, other people might. Um, are there any other shout-outs before we wrap this thing up? That's honestly all I had. Tim Tebow. Ugh. Shout out to uh yeah, shout out to my mother trying sushi. I guess that's it. Shout out to Will Wade for for breaking Man. the mold. Um that I, I think we hit it all. I guess yeah, I shout out to Jeff Cape, but we're thinking about you. We want you to be okay, and we believe that a five-star will come. Rick a Pitino, come, come on the program, spill the beans. Mm-hmm. This is this is the legacy play for you. Sean Miller. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Dude, we could get Sean on. Hit it. But dude, Sean, Sean wants to coach again. That's the problem. Yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, co- go coach in the NBA, Sean. Like, Do you know how lucrative? I actually don't. I was saying it as like if you're I, the Phoenix Suns, <laughs> I, oh, I guess there's as, no way Monty hires him. But if you're the Phoenix Suns, you know, ten years ago, you would si- you would hire Sean. Absolutely, Miller. yeah. I, I I almost said that as though I know, but uh, I was gonna say, do you know how lucrative it would probably be for Sean Miller to just be the guy to be Jose Canseco? That's like mm-hmm. what I'll remember Jose Canseco for is the guy that I don't remember anything he did on a baseball field. I remember that that Billy Football knocked his <laughs> I was ass say, out. Like, that's the only thing I know recently. <laughs> they got knocked out by, and then he ratted on everybody <laughs> yeah. about steroids, but yeah. he did it in a way that was like. I don't know. I like Canseco's not a nice guy. Obviously, I'm not saying he's a hero, but I felt like that was a good play Far for him. From a hero. I felt like that no, was, it was a good, a good play. play. Savvy play, yeah. You know, he's a like, snitch forever. He's a snitch, and, and, and right. it, 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 he's in a weird position you where can like never being condone a, snitching unless you're already a cheater, and then you might as well. That's just what snitch. I'm saying. Yeah. Like the snitching. Don't be Palmero. Ninety nine percent of the time, the snitching is frowned upon, but like mm-hmm. in certain contexts, people <laughs> are like, "This is great snitching. Give me more yeah. of that snitching." And, and if I feel you can, like, if you can, Sosa it. You know what I mean? Yes. That's, that's the lesson, you know? I feel like this is a situation where the snitching would be very well received if Sean or write Rick. Write the book. Yeah, write the book, Sean. We'll help you. Instead of if I did it, it's when I did it. <laughs> with Sean Miller. <laughs> All right, see you guys Friday. <laughs>